This episode of the F1 Girlies is recorded on Ngunnawal country. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the land and to their elders past, present and emerging. This is and always will be Aboriginal land. Hey. <laughs> Hello, I'm Mick. I'm Geneva. And, and welcome back. This is, yeah, the F1 Girlies. Welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like a rap song every time we open this podcast. Oh Oh my gosh! Hey guys, how's everyone going? How've you been? Yeah, hope every. I actually generally hope everyone's staying warm if they're in Australia because I'm struggling. It is so cold. I can't feel my toes. I'm wearing multiple (laughs) layers. (laughs) Shit. But gosh, we've had a big news week in. F1 this week, which I feel like is a bit odd because there hasn't been anything like huge in your face. But when I was just like reading through the news, getting headlines for our lowdown, I was like, wow, there's actually so much that has kind of happened in the last week. Yeah. I feel like I haven't been able to keep up. I feel like there's been so much going on. Honestly, just a crazy week all round. Oh, 100%. But I'm going to kick things off with like one of our headlines. And I kind of want to, I want to pose it more as a hypothetical to you okay my question is what do you think this season would have looked like if christian horner was the head of ferrari oh my god like i just can't even well firstly we know the drive to survive season would just be so dramatic (laughs) that's true (laughs) that would have been good and i i just i i like he sort of wish that happened because it's so funny but no I honestly would just be so shocked because I feel like his like his blood sweat and tears is all Red Bull can you imagine he's like actually no I'm just gonna hop over to Ferrari hey Charles and Carlos let's win a championship I just can't imagine it yeah also, I just love Fred it's 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 really how like people will put like photoshop drivers in different suits and stuff and it just there's so just something ridiculous. about it that just kind of feels wrong <laughs> Yeah, can you imagine if Toto is like, oh, I'm just heading over to Red Bull? What in the I world? Just, I definitely, I just, I can't imagine Christian at Ferrari. Like every yeah. part of my soul is like, that would just, it feels so foreign. I like, just, I don't want to live in a world where that happens. I know. And I think that, I think the question like that kind of comes into this as well is that it's not just one person that makes a team, Right. Like, it's yeah. everyone. It's the fact that they would still have Adrian Newey there as their, like, chief engineer. And they would still have Max and Checo as their drivers. And they'd still have, like, their incredible pit crew. But, like, the idea that, like, Horner would then be the one making the strategic... Well, I guess it's, like, again, it's, like, he's not the strategist of Red Bull. But, like, he yeah. would be the one kind of making those calls, making those decisions. Like, yeah, like how would he talk to Charles and things like that that's like the yeah. dynamics that I'm like he's been on drive to the survive a few times I mean like Charles is like such an incredible like talented driver like mm. could you imagine him now being the one fostering that talent like would, would we have Italian? those scenes where they're like talking in the garage like the two boys just feel like yeah this team like I don't know like there's just such such a huge rivalry as well I feel like in the fandom when it comes to Red yeah. Bull and like the difference of how much 
because I feel like I don't know if you get this but I always feel like there's there's like a bit of movement between Ferrari fans and Mercedes fans like sometimes we'll be like yeah yeah good job like yeah Mercedes fans will be like oh like oh you guys are having a rough time at the moment I hope you're all okay but when it comes to the divide with Red Bull it just feels like there is a line Red it's like Red Bull and everyone side. else. Everyone else is on the <laughs> other. Yeah. Like, even with them adding Daniel Ricciardo into the mix of Red Bull, I feel like some people are still like, oh, Daniel's just gone to the dark side. You know? Like, but yeah, sorry. That's I don't true. know where I've been going off on that tangent. No, that's but so like, fine. That's going so back fine. to the story, um, I just, I just, I could not imagine Christian being red. Like, no, I couldn't. I just truly can't see him having that sort of passion about the Ferrari name, about the history of Ferrari. Yeah. But is this like, is this that moment of the multiverse where it splits off? Christian Horner does go to Ferrari and Charles Clay wins his world championship. <laughs> like, stop. But also I would love that for him. But, yeah. but then I'm like, but, but then I'm like, Fred. I was like, yeah, anyway. <laughs> but then people have said that he just wanted a pay rise. So he just got a couple more million and then he's like, yeah, okay, I'll stay. J- just a few. <laughs> I wish I could negotiate a few more million in my contract. Jeez. Just imagine earning $12 million annually. Like, when I first read that story, I was like, oh, nice, a $12 million bonus. But it's like, no, that's his annual salary now at Red Bull. Only $12 million. Uh, Only $12 million. <laughs> Well, because Max is on 36. Yeah, but he's a driver, you know. However, though, I did make the discovery. I thought F1 drivers, they, you know, live in. I forgot about the bloody football players. They're making over hundreds of millions. Hundreds. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, I was going to say it's a filthy sport. (laughs) (laughs) Filthy rich sport. Yeah, it's a rich sport. (laughs) (laughs) No, but um, honestly, very smart of Christian because he's now still a rebel and much richer. So good on him. Yeah, I feel like he'll just be King of negotiation. (laughs) I would be so shocked if he moved. Same with yeah. Toto, especially because he's got shares in Mercedes. My my only thought is that I could potentially see Toto going to Aston Martin in the future okay. because he does have shares in Aston Martin. So part of me is just like maybe if he retired as like the team principal, maybe it would mm. be more of those like, oh, hey, like part time working at Aston Martin or something like that. Yeah. That's kind of where I could see Toto going. But when it comes to Christian, I don't ever see him leaving the Red Bull family. I can't even match him in a different colour. I can't do yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think red would match his skin tone. <laughs> oh, my God. But I um, speaking it. of Red Bull, another, yeah. like, interesting development of this week was, so we had an IndyCar driver, Will Power, come out and talk about how like yes. pretty much he labeled I, I feel like this is a bit harsh because everyone's kind of jumped on this headline and it's pretty much just like oh he calls the sport a joke but if you actually read into the article and what he was trying to say he's kind of talking about how Red Bull's dominance is really unfun for fans and I feel like we've had this discussion Accurate. pretty much just like every single week <laughs> so his response was like F1 could potentially like move into a single spec sort of thing like IndyCar because he was saying essentially which I think is completely right that Max is very likely to win every race for the remainder of the season yeah that's true that's accurate but I guess my kind of I I agree to a certain extent but I don't think a single spec would work for F1 
What I'm does kind that of mean like for the maybe, people at home. I mean, oh, so so single spec is pretty much like the F1 Academy. So everyone has the same vehicle, and it's down to the driving oh. style. And in IndyCar, the only thing that they change is the engine. So potentially every team then would have their own engine supplier, and that would be like the only difference. And then the drivers. Yeah. But I yeah, I'm like kind of in two minds about this because I think the beauty of F1 is this battle of like them progressing and evolving their cars. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm I. I should preface this by saying I don't watch IndyCar. I don't know much about it at all. Um, so I don't know how that evolution in car manufacturing happens over there. Yeah. But in F1, I feel like it's just such an interesting challenge that teams are kind of pushed to evolve. Like we think about Williams recently who got absolutely slammed by all of the fans and the press about the floor of their car and now they're poor – like head of Williams and their team principals had to come out and be like, okay, well, guys, we're going to change it. Like, please stop hating on us. We know that it's not good. Like, and like how, you know, Red Bull's dominance is now like making everyone else kind of try and do better. And I find that that's what's interesting about the sport. And I think what people are forgetting is, yes, Red Bull is super dominant this year, but they were really dominant last year as well. I was looking at the stats again, mm. and Red Bull won 17 of the 22 races last year. Shit. And I feel like people forget that. I think it's yeah. because there is just such a huge gap in the time. But yeah. it's not changing the fact that Max won a lot of the races last year as well. Yeah, it must just be because now he's like, what, 40 seconds ahead of them in every single yeah. race. So it's like Max and then wait a couple seconds and then, oh, there's the next one you know it's just like so as you said like he's just so far ahead now that it's just maybe more obvious and yeah maybe people are just like oh god yeah and I guess it's like there's not as much battle but like at the end of last season there wasn't that much battle anyway like it it really did feel like oh yeah this is Max's to win sort of thing so I just I I do find that interesting but I'd love to know what you think like should Formula One maybe revert their rules a little bit for it to be more or it's or so should tricky. or should Will mm. take this opportunity and be like, hey, F one fans, just come watch IndyCar. <laughs> come over to Indy, because um, IndyCar is the American um, competition, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah, I believe it is. Um, very interesting. I well, I feel like the FIA have already put in so many things to make them sort of more equal, but at the yeah. end of the day, like they're still, you know, a has car is very different to a Red Bull car but I think I agree like I love the drama where it's like oh there's been a crash we're now we've got a crane with the Red Bull car and everyone's just like looking up at the bird <laughs> like I love how it's just like so much drama over like this tiniest thing or like when it was um porpoising you know and then it was just like change everyone's panicked yeah. <laughs> yeah so like all of that type of stuff it's just so dramatic and like obviously contributes to how dramatic everyone actually is like yes it's about the racing but half of the battle is just purely between the teams and it's so funny and so entertaining but I understand what he's saying because there would be more of a battle but then at the same time I feel like we would lose that prestige a little bit because we have that you know want from a lot of the drivers like they want to get in Ferrari they want to get in Mercedes like it is that sort of like hierarchy system in that sort of sense um 
for them to sort of have that trajectory in their career as well and to get in the really fast cars. So I, I, I'm so, I'm really torn about it because I feel like there's so many things that are a part of F1 that comes down to the differences between the teams and the different cars that it would be such a shame if we lost that. Yeah. But then at the same time, it would be good to see the battle. So I'm like really torn about where I stand with this. Yeah. I think after you just saying that, I'm like, I'm definitely more towards let's keep it as is and I'll exactly. just watch car if I want more. <laughs> because we're already getting those restrictions, you know. It's like, you know, Mercedes can't go and spend hundreds of millions of dollars on a car anymore, you know. Yeah. You um, know wind tunnel time has yeah. changed, yeah. And also, it's just like I want to be living in the world where has turn up, they've got the four-seater control set up at the at the paddock and they're like we're cutting cars I saw this thing on TikTok the other day and it was the Haas team they were like this is how we changed the water bag and then someone in the comment was like what because it looks foul it looked foul why didn't you just and change the bag why didn't you just and then it's like Haas can't afford this it's not part of the budget they, they don't like, have that catering fee they don't have that catering fee so it's just like I would hate to not be in a world and in a time where we don't have that sort of like humor. Yeah. Poor Gunther, he's really going through it. But like, um, yeah. So I, I'm so torn. Um, I think that's it for our headlines. Um, oh. I think <laughs> let's let's talk about Canada though, the okay. iconic track of the wild groundhogs. So watch out for those. Um, Do they and just come on the track. Oh yeah, yeah. Last year, oh, Latifi actually killed one. And that was his radio message was so sad. He was just like, I think I've hit one. Wait, who? <laughs> the goat. The the goatifi. Nicholas Latifi. Oh shit, that's why I quit. <laughs> no, there was many other problems. <laughs> it's like an irony to to the love. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I feel like it was like last There's year. I was just him. like became a fan of Nicholas Latifi. I think there was just like a, the inside joke of just like go Tifi and like <laughs> he got like P1 in like one practice or something like that and made like a Q3 and it was just like that's our boy and now that's kind of just how I feel about Lance Stroll this oh, season. God. Um, But yeah I'm keen as a bean it's been too long I feel like it's only been a week off but still it feels like it forever. feels like forever yeah it feels like a very long time since our last like a race. Very long time. I'm, I'm going to be intrigued as to how Mercedes is going to perform. I'm like, was Spain exactly. a one-hit wonder, you know? like I hope not. I really hope not. I will be so good to see them back up there. But at the same time, I'm the, like, but what about the Ferrari boys? You know, oh. I need Carlos up there. I need Charles. I just need Charles to have a good race. I feel like he's slowly just dying inside. <laughs> he's having a terrible season. Like, let's be honest. Horrible. Like, it's just completely going downhill. He's not going to get a championship. That's for sure. We now know that. Well, yeah. There's literally no <laughs> There's hope. no coming back. No hope. <laughs> There's no coming back. Like, Stroll uh. is close to him in the points. <laughs> like, yeah. what has happened? Like, Carlos I know he's had a lot better. of DNFs. Miami was not good. Like, yeah. Oh, come on, boys. Yeah. Just very upsetting. I really want Ferrari to turn around. And I feel like Charles is also the one that's been like a bit of like the humor punching bag at the moment. Have you noticed yeah, that? Yeah, for sure. Like Definitely. the Ryanair Twitter comment and now with like the 24-hour Le Mans and everyone kind of being like, oh, like Giovinazzi. Sorry, I know I pronounced that wrong. But like how he's like, oh, he's achieved more for Ferrari than, you know, Charles Leclerc has. And it's like, Fuck. come on, guys, let's not. 
like yeah it's a bad season but let's not write him off you know yeah literally he's so talented like it's purely just a combination of so many things which are honestly out of his control it's the car yeah the car i I feel like something must just be happening internally at ferrari as well Mm. like the pieces just don't line up properly they don't line up properly no Mm. but yeah it's gonna be an interesting weekend yeah, for sure. I really hope Stroll does well. It would be so good to see him up on a podium. Oh, could you imagine? Could you oh imagine God, I'd a go world? crazy. I think I'd actually go crazy with excitement. <laughs> I might even shed a tear. Oh, gosh. That would be – that would really be the dream, wouldn't it? <laughs> but I would like to know your predictions for the weekend. Oh, god! Do you have any new ones? Do you have any – I feel like this is actually going to be a really interesting prediction week because it could go – Either way. <laughs> For sure. I feel like I every time it. I say someone is going to do something, it's the opposite. Except Apart Max. from Max. <laughs> yeah. Yay, fantasy team. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing terribly, guys. I, never I don't know why you haven't changed your team. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just thought I'd have hope and then it's just gone completely downhill. I may actually have to kick Charles off my team. No, it's not Charles. That's your problem. Who it's is my your McLaren oh, boys? It's McLaren. <laughs> and Nick. You really, you really went hard with. I had so much hope for Oscar. And you had Lando, a lot of hope actually. for like just McLaren in general. Yeah, I don't know why. Fair. It was very, yeah, it was very intense. But I'm just looking at the circuit now and I feel like there are a lot of opportunities that people can overtake on this circuit. Am I wrong or am I right? Ooh, I don't know. This is an interesting <laughs> one. It's a lot of straights. Yeah, so I think it's going to be quite interesting. Mm. It definitely looks like it's going to be a uh, Red Bull. <laughs> My question is, is Checo going to have a good weekend? Is Mr. Non-Consistency going to have a good weekend or is he going to mm. have a dodgy weekend again? And then there's also a lot of turns, which means like, will this favour the Aston Martins? Yeah, I really don't know. Mm. Like, I just, at the same time, everyone, you know, I'm always going off the vibes, the hopes and the dreams because it's the only thing I can hang on to every week. Otherwise, it will become incredibly depressing. So, I don't know. Okay, here's my points prediction. I think both Alfa Romeos are going to get in the points. I think we're going to have a Bottas and I I know this is a huge call for me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> considering you know how they've been going but i do i think joe and bottas that will get in the great. points this week yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna put what about a bit of on that i don't think Yuki's gonna get in the points this week i think yeah i don't think he's gonna get i don't I think he's gonna get close to the points i'm thinking of 15th for yuki as for Sheesh. my podium oh gosh I, I wouldn't want to like put any bets on this week <laughs> literally like i would not want to put money on this you know, no, what I mean? a- no. Any day. Okay, I'm going rogue. I'm going rogue this weekend. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give George Russell my poll. So I'm thinking okay. pole position for Russell. As for the podium, I'm going to stick with Max. I think Max is going to win. Yeah. Then I'm going to go with a Russell two and a Checo three. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> just, I'm always wrong. So this is purely for entertainment purposes now for me. Um, okay, because if it happens, I like I'm a genius. Oh my god! You know Are you going to put Stroll on the podium? <laughs> no. Please do. I'm going <laughs> to. 
I'm going to say Carlos for pole. Look, it could, it could actually happen. It could happen. It could happen. Max first. Yeah. I'm going to say Carlos second. And I just want Lance to be third. I'm <laughs> Lance third. <laughs> Look, if that was your podium, I would be really happy. <laughs> like, I would actually be... We'd be winning. We'd be so overjoyed. Life would be good, you know. Yeah. I also but have we'll a, see. I also have an inkling we'll definitely get a couple of DNFs. We haven't had for the last few races, so I'm just like something's gonna happen. Surely. Something's gonna happen. Something and I feel happen. like it won't be one person. I think it's gonna be like Oh, you reckon it's gonna be something someone... go wrong. Oh like yeah, I think that's gonna be like a shit show left, right and centre. I don't know if it's gonna be Canada. Yeah. But it's gonna be a situation I think where everyone's just having a shit weekend and then like shit's going down left, right and yeah. centre. I feel like Alex Albon's gonna DNF this weekend. I think that's what No, Alex, no. Yeah. He's and then, I feel like he's having a really up and down season. Yeah. Yeah, Williams just not not having a good season, hey. Um, okay, so we're at the point in our podcast where I take over and I give Mick a situation, a question, something just to, you know, give us a laugh and have a little go. I want to talk about cake. Oh, okay. I want to talk about cake. And I want to ask you, what type of cake do you think the F1 drivers would order at a cafe? Can we extend this cake? to like cakey desserts or is it purely like like you're going in and it's only cake and you're getting a cheesecake oh okay so cheesecake does count of course cheesecake counts is that not a cake well i thought that would fall in the dessert realm rather than cake oh okay well this is just an interesting topic all around (laughs) because i didn't know that i'm like purely going off like cake flavors or are we going off like oh, they go to the dessert bar okay. what would their dessert be okay let's open it up to that the oh drivers, okay imagine the scene imagine the scene they've all come in they're craving some dessert what are they ordering so have a little think okay we'll get into it after the break Where where does okay, the so dessert line where does the dessert line okay. start Guys, and where does the dessert line stop? <laughs> we're in chaos because Mick and I have different <laughs> definitions of what a cake is. <laughs> so when I meant cake, I was thinking like black forest cheesecake tiramisu. I could even open it up to a trifle. I could even open it up to we'll say a dessert, but okay. I don't want you to sit here and be like he's getting a, an Arnott's biscuit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, does yeah. sorbet then count as dessert, or is that its own no. separate thing? Okay, all right, cool. That's, that's the whole, line oh that God, I wanted that's a to know. Whole separate <laughs> scenario that we'll okay. have to delve into. Okay, okay. Oh gosh, oh, I feel a like slice, a slice, some sort of description of a slice. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I like that. Okay, that's so a good. Can, yeah, that's a can, good. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a slice. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, shall we go by the um, current standing order? Oh, shall we spice things up and do it I that way? That. <laughs> Logan Sargent. Yeah. Why do I get the feeling he's not a dessert man? <laughs> no. I want to say he's going to hoe down on a, like a New York cheesecake. I was thinking cheesecake too. I was thinking maybe yeah. like pineapple cheesecake. But yeah, a, oh, a shit. cheesecake sounds like. That. Well, I was thinking that it would just be like. A tropical flavored cheesecake of some sort. I love that. That was where I went. I was like, oh yeah, he's from Miami. <laughs> Maybe he likes I know, the tropical I fruit. York, I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Nick DeBreeze. 
Okay. Chocolate mug cake. He does kind of feel like a chocolate boy, doesn't he? Maybe a chocolate fondant. I'm going to go down the same route as you. Like one of those chocolate fondant. Like mud? Yeah. Like a mud cake? Yeah, like those chocolate cakes that like have the lava, the chocolate lava cake. Um, um, Oh, so like the one that you can get from Domino's? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that one. (laughs) Oh my God, that's so funny. Okay. Oh, Alex Albon. What are those ones called where they're like... A Swiss roll? Do you call them that? It's, oh, it's wait, like those jam roll ones. Rolls yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a, it's like a yeah. cylinder and yeah. it's like a cream. And the, and the strawberry jam. I see him I as one like of those maybe people. He's a I do not Swiss know what it's called. <laughs> maybe a bit of lemon curd in there. I think he's going to be a trifle man. I was also thinking that as my second as well. Yeah. yeah, I think that's where my mind went. I was like trifle, but then maybe he's just like a lemon curd Swiss roll man. <laughs> Um, okay, we have Kevin Magnuson. I want to say like an Earl Grey pound cake. Oh, that's bougie. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, gosh. This is actually like the hardest scenario you've given also me today. Also, just the battle of what is a slice and what is a dessert. I'm, what is exactly. A there's so many elements to this. I'm going to go with a New York cheesecake as well. Okay. Or a Basque cheesecake, like the baked ones with a bit of like caramel. Oh, Maybe yeah. I'll go with that. A step up. Okay. okay. Okay, now we've got a really hard one. We have Yuki Sonoda. <laughs> is he a Black Forest man? <laughs> Stop. That is literally my favourite cake. <laughs> my first thought was giving... Have you ever had the watermelon cake? No. You can get it in Sydney and Melbourne. Um, it's at this um, Black Star pastry bakery place. And it's like this cake and it has like wat- like literal slices of watermelon in it. Oh, yeah. I do see that. Oh, that's a yeah, good. That's know, a good guess. Fruity, yeah, it's light. It's yep. fresh because he's just had a whole lobster at a Michelin star restaurant. He wants something fresh. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Let's move that on. That one was hard. Too hard. Okay. This is an even harder one. <laughs> I feel no. Like the more we go, the more I'm like, oh god. Um, Joe. I feel like Joe would just get a plate of macarons. I know that that doesn't count. But it's not really a slice, but I'm just. I was I'm gonna say struggling now. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be a good one. I can see that too. Shall we move on? <laughs> yes. Um, Bottas. I want to say tiramisu. Oh, I'm going straight in there with tiramisu. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a tiramisu guy. He's getting a little bit of coffee, a little bit of whatever it is. I feel I, like I do not like for tiramisu. me that was an easy one. <laughs> yeah, tiramisu for sure. Um. Okay, we have Oscar Piastri. Just a classic chocolate mud cake from Woolworths. <laughs> Stop. That's literally what I was going to say. Just a chalky mud. Just a chalky mud. Or, or can a caramel we do ice mud? cream cake. Well, you said ice cream doesn't count. Ice cream cake. <laughs> you know, you get it at Woolworths, you get the yeah, Freddo from on yeah, top. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Found a loophole there. <laughs> um, Nico Hulkenberg. I reckon him and Kevin are both going to eye off the New York cheesecake and they're going to be like, yeah. I think he'd go for a pound cake. cake. Like a lemon pound cake. Oh, nice. Like a lemon drizzle. Yeah, sure. Orlando. Again, another one who I kind of feel like isn't a dessert man. I think he's going to be a plain vanilla sponge cake (laughs) with a cream cheese icing. Yeah, part of me is like maybe carrot cake. I think I'm going to go with a carrot cake for him. I love carrot cake. Okay. Okay, we're going with Pierre. 
Yeah. Oh, I think okay. another tiramisu man. I feel like that's just going to be my backup. <laughs> I feel like if they're all going to the bar together, one of them will be like, I'm having a tiramisu. And then Pierre will be like, I'll have a one too. See, you know? I sort of see him as a chocolate fudge brownie type of man. Ooh, stunning. <laughs> yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Esteban. Black Forest. I feel like that one for me is an easy yeah. one to pick. Oh my God. Okay. Next one. Um, Let's stroll. Surely. It has to be something it extravagant. It has to be. Oh, I was going the opposite oh, way. I was thinking just a classic chalky mud. A chocolate mud. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking maybe the same as like a devil's food cake, similar to Nick, where they just oh, spot yum. off like the gooey chocolate cake. I feel like that's, that's where he, the two of those. I could would also be. see him as like an Oreo cheesecake type oh, of man. Oh, yeah, I could see that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Charles Leclerc, Tiramisu Man, another of my Tiramisu Men. <laughs> you think it's a Tiramisu? Yeah, I reckon him, yeah. Pierre, and Voltry are all eyeing off that Tiramisu when they get that's to the true, counter. They're going for it. Okay. <laughs> What do you think he is? Okay, I'm going to say he is a lemon cake. Oh, oh yeah. Of some description. Yup. Yeah, no, I like yeah. that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um. Okay, Mr. Carlos Sainz. Oh, God. He's another of my tiramisu boys. I know I'm just using tiramisu a I lot. I think he's but some like... sort of like hazelnut Ooh. chocolate. Yum. Cake. Type yeah, oh, that sounds delicious. Like a for. Like a Ferrero Rocher cake thing. Ooh, yeah. That sounds delicious. Um, okay, Mr. George Russell. This one to me was just like straight away. I was like, Victoria Sponge. <laughs> right. What the hell's a Victoria Sponge? The classic Victoria Sponge. It's like vanilla cake with like the cream filling and the the strawberry jam. Oh, yeah. And then, That's yeah. exactly what I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Lewis. This is a hard one. It's like Lewis doesn't eat cake. Yeah, I was like, he's another one of my, like, I don't think he's a dessert man sort of thing. Maybe another layer cake situation, like the rainbow layer cake. Yeah, maybe. Can I give him, like, a vegan chocolate mousse? Like, am I allowed to go yeah, into that we, territory? Yeah, let's give him that. Let's just do it for him. He can be the exception because he's a fabulous. Um, so we have Fernando next. I think he's a trifle. I think he's a Maltese trifle man. Ooh, and wow. This is, and this is my family <laughs> recipe. It's just full of vermouth. It's just full of vermouth and cake. And I just feel like Fernando would absolutely love it. I think Fernando's a New York cheesecake man. Interesting. <laughs> I'm like hard liquor. Maltese trifle. Or he's a fruitcake man. But I don't know if that's someone's, like, first instinct. Like, mm, I'm going to smash that fruitcake, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. That's um, so good. Okay, now we have Sergio Perez. Can I just throw him in with my cheesecake people, too? He's too yeah, hard. Yeah, I think he may be, like, a blueberry cheesecake man. Yeah, a variation of cheese. Like, of like the a plain fruity, cheesecake. Yeah, yeah, like a strawberry. Strawberry yeah. cheesecake. Yeah. Yeah, okay. For sure. Yeah, cool. And then we have Max Verstappen. <laughs> Oh god! I think Black Forest for him. Yeah, I think he's. he's a, I think so too. A chocolate man. <laughs> I think he's a chocolate man as well. So I'm gonna go with the with um, the Black Forest. Yeah, I agree with you. 
Um, and can we just add Daniel Rule? I think he is a Pavlova boy. Oh, far out. We didn't even put Pavlova on there. Dang it. You've been holding that. That was like your ace. <laughs> Boom. Drops the mic. <laughs> because I was going to do it for Oscar, but I was like, nah, it's too good. It has to be for Daniel. Dang, I can't. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh, my God. Okay, guys. Rumor mill time. And we're back at Issa and Carlos. I'm honestly so sad. So, Ola Magazine confirms that Issa and Carlos have split after weeks of speculation from everyone. Um. They were inactive on social media. There were cheating scandals. The fan forum comment where he's like, if I have a girlfriend. They've been dating for about seven years. So I'm so (laughs) sad. Um, And then in an interview with the magazine, Issa didn't speak directly about the split, but she said she has a strong support network with family, friends, her work, and wishes Carlos all the happiness. Um, it does appear that the pair may have been broken up earlier in the year, um, but neither have made like formal statements, and I don't think either of them will either. The one thing that I find so interesting about this is that the articles are saying that they actually broke up like well before Monaco. So it's like the cheating oh. scandal situation. It's like he wasn't cheating then. He was he just single, single ready man. to mingle in Monaco. <sighs> I'm so devastated. I kind of just, yeah, I, I really, really don't like know Issa how to. I feel like the breakup season has really hit hard. I feel like this one's been the <laughs> hardest really hit one hard. that's hit me. <laughs> I feel kind yeah. of a bit silly because I was so adamant that they hadn't broken up in our last three episodes. I was no, like, same. everyone, excuse me, no, you're all wrong. <laughs> and then now I'm on like, reflection, I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> we were in denial. We're in no, the seven stages of grief. <laughs> It's so true, though, because I was like, no, it's fine. Like, they're just really busy, like, workers. Like, she's just doing her thing. Yeah. He's doing her thing. Like, I'm just like, is it is it fair to say that we'll never have closure as fans <laughs> when it comes to these I think relationships? that's actually so true. Like, I think the only closure we've had is with Charlotte and Charles. Yeah. Yep. Because they posted, like, oh, we're breaking up. This is it. Yep. Wish you both the best. Move yeah, on. Yeah, we still love each other. I still want them to you get know? back together. I know that that's... <laughs> dangerous thinking (laughs) honestly I think a lot of fans actually would think that because everyone really liked Charlotte from what I could tell like this was before my time but um and now everyone's referring it to like the the Charlotte Science era and I'm like that just breaks my heart (laughs) um but yeah no going back to this like I feel like I've completely diverted us (laughs) because I'm still in denial guys (laughs) um i'm i'm devastated yeah i just yeah i do feel like i have egg on my face with this one because i'm so determined but at the same <laughs> time she's thriving oh, yeah. like she's thriving Having in her career life. which we love she's um, gone on her breakup moon you know she's exactly people did say it was when she dyed her hair brown <sighs> that things started to go downhill but i was like come on guys that should have been our rocks on the beach clue geneva <laughs> um yeah. but yeah i guess yeah. okay <laughs> such a shame but i guess in some lighter news and a potential new wag which has been confirmed but we feel like they've soft launched lewis hamilton and shakira 
are in the early stages of dating. So People Magazine has reported that Lewis and Shakira are in the early stages of dating with a source, don't know who, but a source telling the magazine that it's fun and flirty and the pair are getting to, like, are getting uh, in the getting to know you (laughs) stage. Um, They were first spotted together after the 2023 Miami Grand Prix. She was on his boat or he was on her boat. There was a boat involved. But I think it would be so funny if we're like, hey, everyone. So Shakira has been like hitting the gym. She's been like preparing for this world tour. Like if she would to be one of the wags. So how do we feel about it? Lewis Hamilton. I think it's it's really strange for the first time for there to be like a big name in the mix like yeah. it's kind of just like i'm oh, like oh shit. lewis you're dating on another level a hundred percent there's like everyone and then there's lewis who's like literally dating all the top top stars but i guess like who wouldn't want to date lewis yeah you know who's who's more famous shakira shit. or lewis surely it's shakira right Maybe. But I, I wouldn't say Shakira is on the top of the chart. Yeah. Like she's phenomenal. But worldwide, prior to you watching Drive Every, to Survive, you'd be like, oh, Shakira's dating that. Shakira. That Formula One dude. Whereas for this us, we're just like, feels. oh, F1 is <laughs> dating Shakira. Wild. So if you didn't know, you wouldn't know. So definitely Shakira would be like, oh, Shakira's dating this driver of some description. Yeah. yeah. Which to me but is now just I'm just like, like, it's Lewis, Lewis the King, the sir. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, so, yeah, it's an interesting oh one. But this was my question. Can we just introduce her to Wag Wednesday now? I guess she's not technically a girlfriend. <laughs> are we soft? Are we hard launching them? I feel like, on our I channel? Feel like we're not allowed to. Doing? As I said, I feel like we have to wait till Silverstone for that. Um, but yeah, that's the rumor mill. The question is, will you or will you not see Shakira and our Wag Wednesday? We will keep you posted. Um, but yeah, thanks again for listening to this chaos. <laughs> very chaotic episode very chaotic episode i now i'm just like what is a cake like as it's as wild as the groundhogs in canada this episode (laughs) um but yes thank you so much for listening if you got this far um enjoy all of your cake slices (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh and we'll see you next week Bye. bye This podcast was brought to you by Cliché Media Group.